Let not your heart be troubled. But Jesus, the disciples said, our heart is troubled. These last days you have been telling us strange things, cryptic things about what is going to happen, and we don't understand it. And these last days you have been telling us that you are going to leave us. We don't understand that, and that scares us. Our hearts are troubled, Jesus. And he did leave them. To be precise, he withdrew his visible presence from them. He was lifted up on the cross. He was lifted up into glory. And the disciples then had to learn how to live the hard life of faith and not by sight. And that is exactly where you and I are living the hard life of faith over against sights and experiences that are not always congruent with the good promises. Call day and commencement have something triumphalistic about them. We are going out into the world to win it for Jesus. The ordinations and installations that you are planning have a triumphalistic thread through them. We're going out to do this ministry, and God help us, we're going to do it in the right way. This campus can be interpreted in a triumphalistic way. These great Gothic buildings that are sending you out into the world, that have sent over 12,000 out into the world. There's something triumphal about this, and I'm not putting that down, because we all need these little glimpses on earth of the incomparable joys that will come in the church triumphant. But we are going out, you are going out, after commencement, after ordination, in the installation, you're going out into the church militant, and in the church militant, The sights and the experiences that are going to come at you, and they're going to come hard, are not going to be easily understood. You will be criticized, and now and then the criticism will be unjust. You will labor for the Lord, but often at the end of the day you will think that your labor for the Lord has been in vain. You will care for your people with the means of grace, but many people will not care about the means of grace. Martin Luther said that some people are about as sensitive to things eternal as a cow walking past a rural congregation. Your hearts will be troubled. Jesus, our hearts are troubled many a time. Well, we focus on 
the trouble. Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled, and that's where we focus. But what comfort there is in the word heart. Let not your heart be troubled. Jesus knows you better than you know yourself. Jesus knows us better than we can theologize. He says, let not your heart be troubled. The troubles that we have are external. And sometimes they take root in our hearts. But generally they're external things that we deal with them or we don't deal with them. But there's a way that they take root in our hearts. And all the thinking in the world doesn't take away the grief, the anxiety, the trouble that we have in our hearts. This is where we carry the cross more than any other place, in the heart, the seat of our emotions. We theologize about it, but we carry it down here. You carry it down there, you will carry it down there in the ministry. I do too. And Jesus shows that he is, to the psychologist, holistic. He doesn't say just theologize about what's going on when troubles have come into your life. He says, I am come for you, heart and mind, body and soul, holistic, you as a person, I care for you as a whole person. And as his care comes to you, fill in your name, as his care comes to you as a unity of mind and body, soul and spirit, so also he wants us to know God in his person. Christian theology, on this campus or out there in the world where you are going, Christian theology is more incarnational than intellectual. It is about the person of Jesus Christ when we cannot understand or explain what is swirling around us and what is troubling our heart. In uh, today's text, Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going. And Jesus comes back not with an intellectual answer, but he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And then Philip, whom we are remembering uh, this day, the day of St. Philip and St. James, don't know much about those fellows, but Philip was not satisfied. He said, show us the Father. And Jesus responded by saying, He who has seen me has seen the Father. It's incarnational more than intellectual. It's incarnational more than our yearnings for the things that are to come. It's about Jesus Christ. Maybe you've had this experience. That you're, uh, maybe, we've all had this experience, all right? You're walking and there's somebody coming at you. And so you don't collide, 
You make a move one way and that person happens to at the same time make the same kind of move. And you're still on a collision course. And then you both correct your course the same time and now you're on a collision course on the other side of the sidewalk. And you go back and forth like that for a little bit and finally you both smile and say, wait a minute. And you go on. I have set the Lord always before my face. Set the Lord Jesus always before your face. Every day, 24-7, you are on a collision course with the incarnate one, Jesus Christ, who is coming at you, wants to come at you. Mind, heart, body, and soul. And just as in the earthly example, he smiles at you. He smiles at you. Let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. He knows us better than we can ever know ourselves, better than we can ever theologize. Now there's an interesting thing to this text, this pericope. It's loaded with plurals. Second person, plural verbs. The pronouns are plural. There's plurals all over the place. But interestingly enough, the word for heart is singular. Cardia. Now, recent versions have translated that singular word heart as plural. Let not your hearts be troubled. And that can be defended translation-wise, but that's not what it says. It says, not, let, let not your hearts, plural, let not your heart, yours, plural, your heart, singular, let not your heart be troubled. There is a common heart that we have. Each one of us has our own heart, and we get Twitter-pated about troubles here, there, wherever. That's natural. But God's people, have a common heart among us. And it is a common heart that we share together, a common heart that reflects the incarnate one who has come to us in our corporate life. It is that common heart that encourages one another. We are today thanking Concordia Seminary partners. You are scattered throughout the congregation this morning. We thank you for your support for Concordia Seminary, your prayer support, your good words and conversations about the seminary, and yes, of course, for your financial support. This seminary is 70% dependent upon donations from people like you and from me. It's a common heart that we have, a common heart. And our common heart encourages one another in our individual problems with this peace that comes from him. As a prophet Isaiah says, chapter 26, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose heart is stayed on thee. Concordia. Concordia. Nine letters in that Latin word. And the three letters in the middle, C-O-R, are the word for heart. Concord, 
Dia, the Latin word for heart. Our common heart sets the Lord Jesus Christ before us 24-7, day in and day out. And from that common heart, we encourage and comfort one another in the various trials and troubles that come our way. Psalm 73 says, Whom have I in heaven but thee? And there is none that I desire upon earth but thee. My heart and my flesh fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. And a hymn that I love and our seminary chorus loves, Lord, thee I love with all my heart. I pray thee ne'er from me depart with tender mercy, cheer me. Earth has no pleasure I would share. Yea, heaven itself were void and bare if thou, Lord, wert not near me. And should my heart for sorrow break, my trust in thee no one can shake. Thou art the portion I have sought, thy precious blood my soul has bought. Lord Jesus Christ, my prayer attend, my prayer attend. And I will praise thee without end. Yeah. Let not your heart be troubled. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your heart and mind through faith in Christ Jesus.